Okay, ladies and gentlemen, welcome to a very, very special uh, edition of Electrified. This is episode 12. Happy Thanksgiving, everybody. I'm happy to be home, you know, take a little break from school and everything back with the fam. Truly blessed to be home and be around my friends this week and everything, man. I'm just happy to be home, man. I'm just happy to be home. That's all I can say. Um, this episode is going to be a little different. Uh, I'm going to be making a couple of phone calls. Uh, going to be talking to a couple of people, to a couple of my friends. Uh, and uh, we're going to talk, of course, we're going to talk sports. And, uh, but uh, I'll have a couple of specific questions for each of them and everything. And we'll, we'll chop it up a little bit. And um, other than that, you know, it's just business as usual. But uh, we have a lot to talk about. We Monday was very interesting for the NFL. We watched the Rams and the Chiefs have a an amazing game. That was great. I was glad I got to watch it. Um, in the boxing world, we got Manny Pacquiao and Broner taking on each other in January, and that's very interesting. We'll be talking about that too. But um, you know what it is, man. This is electrified. So, you know, if you're listening with your family, that would be cool. You know, I would like that, you know, let them hear this. And if you're on the show today, you know, let them hear you. But, uh, you know, just enjoy it. Enjoy your meal and everything. But, uh, yeah, let's get right to it. Okay, Monday night we watched an all-out war between the Chiefs and the Rams out there in L.A., Highest scoring game of all time, and some say a Super Bowl preview, but I disagree with that. We'll get into that too. Uh, I just want to do like a, a almost a full statistical breakdown of this game because there are some very interesting numbers. The Chiefs had 27 first downs, the Rams had 29 total yards, the Chiefs had 546, and the Rams had 455 passing yards. Mahomes threw for 448. Golf threw for 379 with 98 rushing yards, 76 for the Rams. Uh, the penalties were interesting. There were 13 penalties against the Chiefs, totaling 135 yards, and eight total uh, against the Rams for 60 yards. And, you know, as the plays, um, yards per play, uh, 7.9 for the Chiefs, 6.1 for the Rams. It it was just really really interesting. Like it, it was a crazy game. Uh, there were uh, twenty one points scored in the fourth by the Chiefs and fourteen scored by the Rams. And um, you know it, it was a great game. It was a shootout. If you, can we even call it a shootout? Because it was just a dogfight. It was two touchdowns scored by the Rams defense. Mahomes threw three picks, six TDs. Those are Madden numbers. Um. I, I watched it and I just couldn't believe like what I was seeing. It was just, it was all out mayhem. And I, that's what I said before the game started. I tweeted, this game is going to be pure madness. And that's what it was. Last week, I think I said it was going to be in the 40s, like a high scoring game. And I said the Rams will win 40 something or 40 something. I probably said something like that. I didn't think it was going to go in the 50s. That I didn't think. I did not think that game was going to go into the 50s. Um. I don't know what we really learned from this game. I don't know what like I could take away from it besides that this, these are the same two teams that we've been watching all year. Nothing's really changed. Um, we know who they are. You know, that their, their offense is ridiculous. The Rams just have the way more superior defense. And um, neither of these teams are going to the Super Bowl. I don't believe. 
I don't see it. I don't see the Chiefs going to the Super Bowl simply because the Chiefs can be good in regular season every year. We've seen that. We've seen them lose at home in the playoffs. We've seen them just lost to the Titans in the playoffs. We've seen them go up to New England and totally fall apart. I'm just not buying it. I'm not buying it. You know, Pat Mahomes is great. That offense is insane. But are you telling me that, like, this team can't be stopped? Because that's that's not true. That's not true. I, I, I believe that somebody could possibly go into Kansas City and beat them. I don't know who, but I believe somebody could do it. And I truly believe if they end up having to go to Foxborough, it's not going to go well for them. It's not going to go well for them at all. I just don't. I just don't see them coming out of that game. Now, as far as the Rams go, the Rams aren't even the best team in the in the conference. It's the Saints. Saints are the best team in football right now. Period. Period. Drew Brees and those boys are ridiculous, and that defense is getting better. The defense is getting better. You know, it's not the same defense that let Ryan Fitzpatrick unleash hell on them. No, 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 no. no. This defense is playing up to par now. And I think teams need to take the Saints more serious, okay? And, um, you know, but we're going to see. We're going to see for sure. I'm excited for both teams, you know, finishing out the season. I just, you know, I just hope everybody stays healthy. But, um, yeah, it was a heck of a game. I enjoyed it. It felt like Madden. It's exactly – it was just like a video game. It was watching a video game. Nothing but scoring and, you know, exciting plays. And, you know, that's why I love football. You know, I, I enjoyed the game. And, uh, yeah, simple as that. 54-51 is insane, though. 54-51 is insane. But I did say it was going to be close, and I said it was going to be high scoring. So I wasn't wrong. <laughs> yeah. Hey, brother, man. You're, you're on the air. You're on the air. I'm on the air. You're on the air. Oh, man. First of all, happy happy Thanksgiving to you, bro. Happy Thanksgiving to you, brother. Happy Thanksgiving to the people. Sorry about that, my fault. Yeah, yeah, yeah. All right, you know, I want to I want to get right to it. To be honest with you, okay. For those who may not know, my man right here, Cedric, is a big, big Ravens fan, and uh, the Ravens are currently five and five and sitting six. I mean, excuse me, second place behind the uh, Steelers in the AFC North, and they have five games left. They have the Raiders, the Falcons, the Chiefs. The Bucks and the Chargers. So, said, tell me honestly, how do you see the Ravens finishing and what record? Man, looking at a record, not being a fan and being realistic, realistically, you know, we are capable of only losing one game. Mm-hmm. So, you know, our toughest opponent, in my opinion, left is uh, Kansas City. Mm-hmm. I'm not really worried about the Falcons. Your defense is non existent. Uh, Matt Ryan only shows up sometimes. Uh, we got the, the Bucks. You know, they don't even know what they want to do a quarterback. They're playing Tetris with quarterback. So, <laughs> you know, right. I, I'm not really too – I mean, we got Chargers. I won't overlook them either. That would be a tough one. But I'll still let that one out. But our mm-hmm. biggest challenge is going to be the Chiefs. But the Chiefs. as a team, you know, we got to keep this week by week. And we just focus on the Raiders. This week. Right. So, you know, your team, you, you talk about the quarterback situation in Tampa, but what about the quarterback situation in Baltimore? Because, you know, we got Lamar, you know, he played and Flacco's allegedly hurt because I don't, I'm don't, i not buying that. So how do you think that's going to play out? Well, 
Yeah, man, I, I'm not, I'm not buying, I'm not drinking that tea either. I don't think, I don't think, I don't think Flacco's hurt either. Right. Um, you know, Flacco, you know, I, I, it's been a love-hate relationship with the best with that man. You know, that's my quarterback at the end of the day. I love him. I love him. quarterback. I've been watching him since I was in the fifth grade, but, you know, there's times he struggles. It's just frustrating after one of the fan to watch him continue to do the same thing week in and week out. So, mm-hmm. you know, we got we got Lamar Jackson. Uh, I think everybody needs to slow down and let the boy develop. So, I mean, he's not mm-hmm. the answer. Right. He does bring an exciting element to the offense, but right. he's, not, he's not the answer. He's not right. the answer just yet. Not yet, right. but I did like saying what he did against uh, the Bengals. Uh, definitely don't want to see him running balls when he's done time again, So, as far as that goes, let's say let's say Flacco is out for the rest of the season or a couple more weeks into the playoffs. Right. Granted, they make the playoffs. Would you rather see Lamar or RG three moving forward? Lamar, no, Lamar is the future, and that's those. That's just like the RG three. And the man's gone through injuries. He was uh, a quarterback the rookie year. Mm-hmm. But I mean, you know, Lamar Jackson, you know, we're not gonna. We don't, in my opinion, we gain nothing from putting in RG3, whatever it is. Whether they think he gives us a better option to win, which I don't. Right. But going, we got to get that boy his reps because right. he has a lot of work to do. Right. That's just being anybody who says that Lamar Jackson is ready right now. He mm-hmm. can do this. And he's the Michael Vick. He's not. Right. So he's, he's not. So, you know, I say get all the reps you can get. Honestly, I really, honestly, he. Being realistic, he's not going to take us to the Super Bowl. Mm. But I'd rather just roll with him, roll Lamar for the rest of the season. Honestly, okay. Why, why take the boy out of his group? Right. Why take him out of his group? You know. Right. So his reps in. Simple as that. Okay. Well, before before I let you go, tell me this: Who wins Sunday, the Raiders or the Ra- uh, the Ravens? And what's the final score? Tell me. Tell me it. Uh, Raiders are a very, very, very bad team. Mm-hmm. Don't want to get too ahead of ourselves. Uh, I'd say we get about 24, 24-10. Okay. That's reasonable. Ravens won that game. Okay. All right. Well, you know, it was, it was good talking to you, bro. You know, I'll be speaking with you in the, in the fantasy football GM. But, you know, you stay safe in your travels. Oh, oh you got something to say? You got something to say? Oh, 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 of course. Of course, you know. Hey, I just want to say, you know, I got a lot of guys out here plotting on my downfall. I'm just going to let you know. I'm just going to remain humble. I know you guys can listen on Thursday. Right. I'm going to remain humble, you know. Okay. All I'm saying is, yeah, don't sleep. Mm. Don't sleep. Don't sleep, don't sleep. I hear you. Hey, hold on, hold on. But for, for those of you that don't know, um, and last week I beat this man because yes. you know the revenge tour. You know it's, it's it's on. I'm in the playoffs now. By the way, we'll talk about that later. But um, yes, yes, yes. <laughs> he he's has he's has seen this before. Nobody believed him. All right, well, bro, thanks for talking to me. I, you know I'll be speaking with you. You know. Hey, great to be on the show, man. I'll be back. Oh, of course. Oh, for sure. For sure. All right, bro. All right, bro. Ah, uh, man, that was my guy, Cedric, right there. Big Ravens fan, big football fan, big fantasy guy. Uh, so, yeah, you know, that's that's what I wanted to bring to the show. You know, a little flavor, you know, a family vibe. You know, you know the vibes. Uh, um, uh, let's see. We're going to get into something else, and then uh, we should have another call not too long from now. But, uh, yeah, you know, that was, that was interesting right there. <laughs> Okay, let's talk a little boxing. So we got Manny, Pac-Man, Pacquiao taking on 
Adrian the Problem Brona, the Can Man, Mexican, African, Puerto Rican, anybody can get it. All right. So, I don't know how I feel about this fight. Because, to be honest with you, Brona hasn't done anything, you know, recently to give me any confidence that he can win this fight. You know what I'm saying? Uh, you know, his last three fights, he uh, he beat Adrian Granados in a split decision, lost to Mikey Garcia last summer, and um, lost, lost to Mikey in a unanimous decision loss. And then it was a majority draw uh, this year when he fought Jesse Vargas. Now, Pacquiao, on the other hand, you know, he, he's just back. Like, he is back. At 39 years old, he, he's back. You know, it's a 10-year age difference. But uh, he fought and beat Lucas Matisse, and I didn't even think that was going to happen. He beat him and won the title at 39 years old. He TKO Lucas Matisse, won the, D, the WBA welterweight title, and now he's looking to face uh, Adrian Broner January 19th on Showtime pay-per-view for the WBA welterweight title. Now... This fight is interesting. It's interesting because everybody assumed, and it was, you know, the talks were that we were going to get Pacquiao and Mayweather too. Now, that may still be up in talks. That may be up in the air. And, you know, Broner Brona was just like, you know, y'all keep talking about that. I'm here. You know, he got to get through me first. And, you know, he, he talked about how Pacquiao can go to sleep and, you know, he talked about how he's taking this fight serious and it's not about the check. And But I'm not, I, I really don't believe him. I don't believe him. You know, you know how Brona is, man. Brona hasn't been focused in a long time. He hasn't been focused in a long time. You know, he's 29 years old now. And I, I don't know. It's just like, you know, I see, I see more about Brona on Instagram or the Shade Room or, you know, beefing with Floyd or threatening to kill himself or talking about his family or, you know, him and Javante Davis or Tank Davis in trouble. You know, it's never boxing with him. And now I'm supposed to, uh, I'm supposed to believe that he can just beat Manny Pacquiao, one of the best fighters ever. That's what I'm supposed to believe. Nah, I don't see it. I don't see it. And if he, and if he doesn't take it as serious as he claims he is, he can get himself seriously hurt in his fight. You know, I'm talking about going to sleep like like God is on line one sleep, like night, night, can't wake up type sleep. Like, bro, he might get, he can get stretched. Um, but, you know, I don't I don't want to. I'm not saying I want to see that. I'm just saying the possibility, bro. Um, I don't know. I don't see him winning this fight. I honestly see Pacquiao. I can see Pacquiao TKO in him. I don't think he will knock him out. I don't see him knocking him out. I can definitely see him stopping him in around in like the ninth, because I don't know, man. I don't know how Brona. I don't know how Brona wants to fight. When he fought uh, Mikey, it just seemed like he was scared to let his hands go. It, it was like he was afraid of Mikey's power. That's what it looked like to me. And you know that that fight right there, you know, it, it's going to be the, almost the same because Pacquiao's not going to run away from you. Pacquiao's going to come to you. And, you know, but, you know, Mikey's a very skilled fighter. And um, speaking of Mikey, first of all, 
Big ups to Mikey Garcia for uh, stepping up and facing Errol Spence, being as well. Everybody else ducking that work. I don't want to hear nothing about no Bud, Terrence Crawford, you know, Terrence Crawford. I want to hear nothing about him. Shout out to Mikey Garcia for stepping up. But back to this. Um, yeah, I don't see it. I don't see it being good for Broner. I, I think Pacquiao is going to beat him. But, you know, it's just funny looking at them on the stage, you know, at the faceoffs, at the conferences, just laughing and everything. Like, like this just looks like a payday. You know, Pacquiao's back in the States because, you know, boy, you know them people was looking for him. That boy took that uh, Mayweather money and went right back to the Philippines and asked, no questions. He said, oh, I got the bag. See ya. Ain't paying no taxes. IRS was at the door. Mr. <laughs> Mr. Manny Pacquiao. That boy was gone. That boy was already out the country. But now he's back. So, um, yeah, we got Pacquiao versus Brown on pay-per-view showtime, January 19th. I don't know who's going to buy it. I might, you know, I might, you know, I'll probably, I'll probably check it out somehow, some way. Mm-hmm. <laughs> but it's at MGM Grand in Vegas. So, yeah, I'm more excited to see who's on the undercard, you know. But we'll see how it goes. Hey, now you 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 on the air right now? How you doing, brother man? Happy Thanksgiving to you, first of all. Happy Thanksgiving, bro. Happy Thanksgiving, man. How you feeling? I'm pretty good. You know, glad to be home. All right, now let's get right to it. You know, you you and myself, we are big Michigan people. You know, we we believe in Big Blue. Now tell me, let's say we win Saturday and uh, the standards stay the same. The one play the four, you know, in this Alabama and Michigan. What do you think Michigan has that other teams don't have that can give them the keys to beat Alabama? John Brown, man, that defense, that defense, man. Our defense, confidence, our offense, mm-hmm. they look so great. Like defense, number one defense in, in every state you can pull up. Mm-hmm. And, and Jim Harbaugh, he's just on this year. And, our offense isn't as great as we used to have it, but we got a, We finally got a quarterback in Shea Patterson. I trust Shea. Mm-hmm. I was more interested about it coming in. The transfer, I was more shaky about it, but I, I looked at it, and Shea Patterson is the man, man. We can do it. I'm not going to – if we if we went out, the big game coming up against Ohio State, we went out, if we win the Big Ten, probably going to be against Northwestern. Uh, and that is even going to be that Alabama game, man. It's going to be Bama, and Bama can put up a lot of points, but that Don Brown defense, man, is going to shut it all down. Mm-hmm. Now, that's what I want to say. I didn't want to get too ahead of ourselves because, you know, we got the, the big heavyweight fight this weekend with Ohio and uh, Michigan. But last week we saw the Maryland running backs just run all over Ohio State and, you know, just made their defense look like kids. So you got to tell me, you know, Karan Higdon, he's already over 1,000, 10 touchdowns. How, how much he going to put up this weekend against Ohio State? Uh, uh, it's a big game. It's not. It's, it's in the big house. It's not in the big houses over there in Ed Arbor. So I want to go with a tough buck 50, a tough like It's going to be a good 30-plus touches, buck 50. And he can, he can probably score one or two times. Because Ohio State defense gives up a lot of big plays. Mm-hmm. That's their weakness. That's their weakness. That's something that everybody has been thinking about them to give up big plays. So if you go up to the big play, you may get the home run hit every time. Mm-hmm. But 
but there's going to be so much intensity in this game that 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 defense probably step up. I'm hopefully they don't. I'm hopefully they don't step up. But I, as G, I didn't play college football. I didn't play football all the way, and it's just intensity can change. Like fuck what you put on the paper. Sorry, my bad for cussing you up. Get what you put on the paper, man. When it comes down to big round games like this, man, everything's out the window. It's about is my man something your man. Mm-hmm. So, um, okay. So, with that being said, before I let you go, tell me who wins this game Saturday and what's the final score? Of course, I'm gonna have to go with the big blue, man. Mm-hmm, of course. And it's gonna be. you go i know you got some I, I know you probably want to go look at that uh fantasy roster you know you you, you sitting pretty at nine <laughs> sitting pretty at nine and two uh, right now wait let me think about the most that you know let me think about the most that week because you know i want i want all the smoke next week because the revenge tour <laughs> finishes at your crib and you know i'm already in the playoffs i'm just trying to stay in the playoffs so i will see you next week you feel me for okay, sure okay, okay. so uh you know you have your troops ready you feel me shouldn't nobody be on no big buys next week i hope your whole team ready to play and i hope you're ready to lose i hope you're ready to lose facts You are. You are. You feel me? I I I, I see. You. I see you. But uh, I'm I'm gonna let you go, bro. I talk to you. Uh, All right, bro. Right, right. <laughs> okay, ladies and gentlemen, let's get to week twelve of the NFL. We're we're here at Thanksgiving, and you know that means that the season is really moving. And your team only has a couple more weeks left to finish off strong. So, you know, hey, hey, can we see somebody run the table? Can we see the collapse of one of the good teams? I don't know. Anything can happen. Any given Sunday, Monday, Thursday, you know how that go. But let's, let's pick some games, man. All right, so today we have three, evidently, all four games that uh, for the pick four this week are very important. They're all divisional matchups, and three of them take place today on Thanksgiving. We have, starting off, the Bears and the Lions. Now, this is going to be an interesting game. Trubisky's out. They got Chase Daniel playing. Granted, they still, you know, their defense. But they're in in Detroit. I don't know. It's not going to be a – it's going to be a close game. It's going to be a close game. I got Matthew Stafford and the Lions coming out on top. I really do. 
I think that's going to be a great game, but I see Detroit winning this ball game. Next, we have the Redskins going to Jerry's World. Now, this is another interesting division matchup because the Redskins seem like they, you know, they had sort of a firm grip on the division. On uh, excuse me, on the division, I uh, picked them to win the division. I still, I don't know how much confidence I have left in the Redskins, especially after Alex Smith went down and that was so nasty. I feel so bad for him and the team because they were having a great year, but. With that being said, Redskins still sit on top of the NFC East, which is always wide open until week 17, and that's just that. But uh, the Redskins go to Jerry's World. I don't know how Colt McCoy is going to fare in his first start and how long. Um, so I have no confidence in him. It's like it, it's just I just don't have any confidence in him. It's no knock to him as a as a quarterback. It's just we haven't seen Colt McCoy start an NFL game in so long. I can I can't pick with him. I, I I'm gonna have to pick against him. I got the Cowboys winning that game at home by a couple touchdowns. To be honest with you, then the Thursday night game, the Falcons go to New Orleans, NFC South matchup, and uh, you know we know how these games go, but I don't know not with the Saints defense that we have been seeing these past couple of weeks. But of course, I got the Saints winning this one at home, and it could be a blowout. Possibly, I, they might blow them up like they did the Eagles last week. It could get nasty fast if the Falcons don't come to play football. But I got the Saints coming out on top of that at home. And then the last game I'll be picking this week is a Sunday night game, a rematch of the another tie in NFL. The Green Bay Packers travel to Minnesota to play the Vikings Sunday night football. Mm, it's going to be a good game. It's going to be a good game. The Packers get uh, one of their – Many receivers back off the IR. Coom, uh, Randall Cobb might be back this week. They said Jimmy's a go. Um, I don't know. It's going to be a good game. I, I think we saw how that first game went and the Packers. It was a tightly contesting game, and it came down to flags and missed field goals. And we saw Mason, Mason Crosby miss one again last week against uh, the Seahawks. We saw that. So you never know with these two teams how this can go. But I believe that the Packers go into Minnesota and they beat the Vikings by six points. I think it's going to be a real tight game. I'm excited for it. I can't wait. Sunday night football is always good, but it's always better when you got a divisional rivalry on the stage. So, yeah, that's that's the, the pick for <laughs> can't talk. Apparently, I don't know English anymore. But uh, <laughs> no, 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 that's the pick four for this week. Uh, I'm excited for all the games. Uh to be honest, especially in you know, Thanksgiving Day games. But yeah, that's pick four. Well, we're here at week 12, ladies and gentlemen. We're here at week 12. Mm-mm-mm. Let's move boy. Okay, I think I want to do a pick four for college football this weekend. But not just any games, you know, not just the games that I like. I want to pick the top four, the upper echelon. You know, they're playing some tough games this weekend. And I think I smell an upset. I really do. Let's get right to it. I want to start off with the World Heavyweight title match this weekend. You can call it The Rock versus John Cena. Undertaker versus Triple H. Uh, Floyd versus Pacquiao. Ali versus Frazier. Gotti versus Ward. Ladies and gentlemen, I'm talking about Michigan versus Ohio State. And this battle takes place in Columbus, Ohio. It's a big fight, Phil, ladies and gentlemen. I'm excited. I'm, I've been looking forward to this game all season. 
especially with how both their seasons went, both 10 and one, both, you know, got their claim to fame to the playoffs. And this is a huge game for both, uh, both schools. But I got Big Blue coming out of this. I don't see Big Blue losing. I watched the Ohio State team. Who did they lose to this year? Hold on, hold on, hold on. I watched. Hold on. Wait a minute. Wait a minute. Because the, who who they lost to their their school name that like their mascot made me laugh. It made me laugh a lot. Was it the Boilermaker? Bro, hold on, hold on. Wait a minute. Because I really need, like, I need this. I need, why is Google taking so long right now in my time of need? I need to know who they lost because their name made me laugh and the GM, they all laughed at me for laughing at it. It was Purdue, the Boilermakers. I watched them lose to the Boilermakers 49 to 10. My goodness. And then last week they had an all out brawl. With the with Michigan, I mean, excuse me, with Maryland, and won that game by one point overtime, and could have easily lost that game. Um, yeah, I you know this 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 Ohio State defense isn't stout like that, and they let Maryland run all over them last week. What do they think Karan Hickton's about to do? And and the rest of the offense, he's already over a thousand yards. I I see him getting two hundred this weekend. To be frank. It's going to be a good game, but I got Michigan coming out on top, to be honest with you, and advance to 11-1. And what else do we have this weekend in the upper echelon? Oh, Auburn and Alabama. Now, that's always a good one. Always a good one. But I don't see Alabama losing this game. I really don't. It's going to be a good game, but I don't see Alabama losing this game. I got Alabama finishing undefeated. Um, who else do we have? Where is, oh, Clemson and South Carolina. I'm not too excited about that. I think Clemson is going to do what they got to do. Now, Saturday night, 8 o'clock game, USC and Notre Dame. Out West? Hey, hey, I think this is it for Notre Dame. I think they fall. I think they fall to USC. I think we get we see an upset this weekend. I think Notre Dame falls this weekend. I really do. I think USC will beat them. It'll be a close game. It's going to be one of those games where the USC storm, USC's uh, fans stormed the field after they beat Notre Dame because of how big of a win it will be for them. And, yeah, that's how I feel about it. So, yeah, that's been my college football pick four on this good Thanksgiving day. Yes, indeed. All right, ladies and gentlemen, that's all I have for you this week. Uh, oh, wait, before I go, shout out to Aaron Rodgers for uh, partnering up with uh, some uh, foundation for the uh, and benefit with the, the people affected with the California wildfires. He donated a million dollars. You know, he's from Chico and he's been working with the mayor of Chico. That's really big for him. And, you know, prayers up to those people. I'm Cali going through it, you know, not just the celebrities, but the actual, you know, the real citizens of California, the normal people like us. Uh, just, you know, continue to keep them uplifted and pray and, you know, do whatever you can do to help whatever whatever is in your means. Especially, you know, here on this Thanksgiving Day, a lot of people, you know, displaced from their homes and aren't having a normal Thanksgiving today because of that. Um, <clears throat> whew, um yeah, man. So, you know, big up uh, Rogers for that. Um, okay, shout out to the Frostburg Bobcats. You know, they got Johns Hopkins this weekend at, at Frostburg. I'm upset about that, actually, because I'm home. I wanted to be there for that, but I'll be watching on the live stream. Uh, 
those boys had a good game last week against Western New England and got them out of there easily. Uh, my boy Malcolm Facey, he went off, had a lot of touches coming out the backfield running back. Uh, good guy. That's my guy right there. Um, but, yeah, shout out to the Bobcats. Let's go, Bobcats. Hopefully they continue throughout their, you know, their playoff run. Um, other than that, I think that's all I got for you guys this week. I'm, I'm glad, you know, I got to talk to you on Thanksgiving. And, you know, only a couple more episodes left until we get to 2019. So, yeah, let's finish strong. Let's finish strong. Um, with that being said, I'm Eric Lyons. And for the 12th time, you have just been electrified.